Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports with your hosts, Johnny and Kevin. Mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. In this segment of Balls and Brew, we uh, sit down with Tyler Singletary, the uh, owner and head brewer of Flying Boat Brewery um, over in St. Pete near downtown. Uh, it's a great conversation, a great time. Uh, it's great to uh, also be back doing brewery shows again. This is going to be the start of our 2019 brewery tour, uh, Meet the Brewery series, and it should be a great one. We've got a lot of uh, great things on tap for this. Um, in this in this segment, we learned more about Tyler's uh, path from, from the architecture world uh, to brewing, including a, a stop at Southern Brewing that over in Seminole Heights that was, I guess, a pro- profound impact on on his uh, learning within this and his knowledge within this industry. Uh, we also learned about how Flying Boat is promoting a often hidden part of St. Pete's history, um, and what, a part that is awesome and should not be hidden, and, and they're bringing it to light, and it's, and it's pretty amazing stuff, and it's a it's probably one of the more educational um, uh, segments that we've done. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full. It's time for a Balls and Brew. Hey, Kevin, what's going on, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just uh, hanging out. Just hanging out. Really cool place. Really cool place. Nice and quiet. Because you like to hang out in really cool places. I do. Yes, yes. Do. It's like an addiction. Yeah, like freezers and, mm-hmm. you know, and then like yeah. refrigerators. Peep shows. And yeah, 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 yeah. Really cool, you know. Very cool places. Very cool places. Is that like a code? Or are you trying to, no. you trying to tell me something? <laughs> no, man. No. Well, all right. So we're very excited. It's 2019. It is. And we are re-upping our Meet the Brewer series. And we're starting it in in St. Pete. Yeah, with the man Tyler Singletary from Flying Boat Brewing Company. How are you doing today, Tyler? I'm doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Ah, uh, absolutely, absolutely. He's kicking a kick-ass beard too, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. He's ro- rocking rocking the the brewer's beard. Thank yes, you. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, just rocking it. I, I can't even grow that much hair. It won't. It, it doesn't look right. That's why no one ever sees me with that much facial hair. Kevin could grow that much facial hair, though. I could. Wife well, hates it, but I could. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. it gets like itchy after about like maybe three quarters of an inch. Oh like, yeah, the growth stays a, is a bitch. That's the hard dude. part. You gotta, <laughs> like, you gotta get past that part, and then it's fine. Yeah. My girlfriend's not even convinced that I have a chin anymore. <laughs> you have a chin. Yeah, we'll see. It's it's just a hole. Maybe right one there. day. Yeah, maybe yeah. one day. I'll show you. Is your license like you, you have a beer on your license? Your picture. Uh, I license? do. Yeah. Oh. Oh man. He's had that for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. What let's say yeah. Uh, you know. Well, this, this, is a, this is a new beard. This isn't a beard show. Yeah, it's not this grooming. Is a beer show. Exactly. Exactly. And we're here to talk talk beer with Tyler. And okay, so first thing I want want to talk about, we do ex- extensive research with this show, and one thing I I noticed is that. Okay, so very few people uh, in, in well, I won't say very few people in the brewing industry. Very, not a ton of brewers have LinkedIn pages. Mm-hmm. You have a LinkedIn oh. page. Oh, do I? Very Jeez, pro- very professional. Okay. Yeah, it's very, it's a very professional. If you're looking look to get swooped up by another brewery, you're doing well. Okay. <laughs> I, I need to check that. I don't know that I've uh, looked at that in a little while. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the first thing that pops up in Google search. Okay. Good. Yeah, but it's a good representation of you, uh-huh. um, of you and your experience. Uh, both inside and outside the brewing industry, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, it's a good. It's, I, I, it's, it's a shining example. I'm actually taking notes. I, I need to upgrade my my LinkedIn. So, um, so you've had a lot. Of, so one thing I looked at when looking at your LinkedIn is that you have a lot of experiences, even outside of brewing, from like sales mm-hmm. and stuff like that. 
Yeah. How is just tell me? How, I'm always curious, like, because because people come from all walks of life oh. that, to do this, which is like, why the beer industry is so beautiful. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. How how your experiences, other stuff, have have they informed what you do here now? Or are they are they completely apart from what you do as as a brewer and mm -hmm. a brewery owner? Or um, it's it's strange because uh, when I was growing up, I was convinced I was going to be an architect and uh, went to school for for architecture. Uh, spent a lot of uh, a lot of time working in in firms. Um, was convinced that that was the track I wanted to go down, so kind of skipped all of the biology, chemistry, things like that, went the physics route. Um, not a very useful uh, Not too useful when it comes in, to, to brewing. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, so. but whenever well, I... Uh, moving malt, you know, cases yeah, around. Sure. Maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's torque yeah. involved. Uh, yeah, I, can, so. I can figure out a lever to move a bag. <laughs> <of sand. laughs> um, yeah. But uh, I, I wouldn't say that it directly affected... Uh, anything in the brewing industry other than the artistic side. The artistic side is what I really draw, uh, am able to draw from um, the, the architecture field and, and bring into the brewing industry in, in some degree. I've always kind of been artistic, so mm -hmm. I, uh, architecture wasn't my only uh, artistic outlet, but, uh, but I love the artistic and scientific um, connection that is, is made in the brewing industry, yeah, and that's absolutely. very similar to architecture. Okay. It's okay. a lot more, you know, science, math uh, in in architecture yeah. uh, and engineering than in the brewing side, where it's uh, data collection and, and review. Yeah, absolutely. How absolutely. did you discover your love for beer? Like, how how are you able to take architecture and beer and say, well, I, I love art and I love the creative side of this, but mm -hmm. I also see the creative side in creating beer too. It wasn't really by choice, actually. Uh, 2008, uh, the downturn happened, and uh, I lost uh, lost my job in an architecture firm. Had to figure out something else to do. Mm -hmm. and uh, ultimately went into sales because that was kind of the only thing available at the time. Yeah. Um, at, at, at that time, my buddy uh, kind of just unceremoniously uh, announced one day, hey, did you know you can make beer at home? And <laughs> uh, I was like, you're a liar. And uh, he, he showed me a magazine clipping that he had found, and we went to uh, the local beer store and bought uh, bought all the equipment, started brewing beer, and, and it was no looking back from that. Oh wow! Is that wow. local to here? Yeah, uh, it was uh, the Southern Brewing and Winemaking uh, in Tampa. Uh, back when old Southern, were, yeah, yeah, back when they were on Bush Boulevard. Um, oh yeah, we had yeah. we had some trouble finding them the first time, and <laughs> then uh, after that, we we were in there harassing the guys uh, probably oh, yeah. weekly and uh, oh, yeah. asking nice. hundreds nice. of questions. I went to beer class there. Yeah, yeah, and years then ago. That's that's where I got my start when they first moved to uh, the Nebraska Avenue location mm -hmm. that they're in now. Mm -hmm. uh, I it, started it, maybe three it's months nice after that. Now. Yeah, I mean, oh, it, yeah. Really, it used to be like going into like an auto polish store. Yeah, and it was like, mm, all right, whatever. Uh -huh. You know, I'm on Nebraska. What do you expect? But now you go there and you see it, and you're like, wow, they've put a lot of time and money. They've reinvested. Oh yeah, know? and it, the whole neighborhood has come around to uh, to. Oh, that, definitely, most definitely around them. Um, I remember. When I first started, I, I think it was like three months after we opened um, that location that is when I started. And I came on brewing later, but um, one of the first beers that I got to name was called uh, Toothless Brasser. Um, <laughs> and Brasser is, a, is an Irish word for a prostitute because mm. we still had prostitutes on the front corner after about 8 p.m. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, the toothless ones make the most money. The toothless yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're the best ones. That's, mm. that's a known fact. Mm -hmm. yeah, it so, is. yeah, for sure. Now, the Nebraska area is, um, that's, that's a, it's, it's been a colorful area <laughs> over yeah. the years. I, I grew up in Tampa. Yeah, you Kevin grew up I, in Tampa yeah, as well. I would say if you grew up in Tampa, when you think of Nebraska, you think of two things. Well, three things maybe. Okay, I would say Cornhuskers football, corn, and prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
That's part of the Maybe not in that order no, no either. To the state of Nebraska, I'm sure it's lovely, but I hear it's th- nice. Th- those are the things that you like, immediately come to mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. and only really if you're from Tampa, and you know Nebraska Avenue, which Correct. most of Nebraska Avenue is is pretty pretty messed up, pretty pretty yeah. gnarly. It's, <laughs> so, it's yeah, very like, long too. It's a really long road. Yeah, it, it goes is. yeah it goes way out in Pasco and, County, and, and I don't uh, know yeah. one good spot of Nebraska Avenue growing up. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, no, like, no matter no. how far growing you up, went, no. whether you were closer to downtown or further away, it yeah, was still yeah, Nebraska it's, Avenue. Uh, you know the train stations off Nebraska. You know, we want to catch an Amtrak train? Well, that's, that's when the toothless ones are going home. That's probably so. Probably so. Yeah, you know. Um, and you know, so now, you know, we have, you have a few nice things on Nebraska now. You know, got well, gentrification is coming yeah. in. So. That's what's happening. The whole area. You know, yeah, the whole area has changed drastically. I, I mean, Southern's probably a big part of that, really. I think so. I think them coming in the kind of spawned a lot of new business coming in uh, in yeah. addition to them. And uh, and now it's a, it's a great location. Uh, I moved to Tampa, what, like 13 years ago, and I was told – Never go to Seminole Heights and never go to Ybor City, and those things have yeah. largely changed. I mean, there are times where you don't want to be in either of those locations, but that could be said of any any place. It's yeah, true. yeah. I mean, every place has rough areas, and sure. it, you know, it, it, there's rough times to be in certain spots of town. Right. But it's, now it's one of the know. one of the the best foodie places to go in Tampa. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. It's it's right up there with pretty much any place you can go to get good food. I mean, that, that's where chefs are. are yeah. showing up now yep. and brewers are showing up and it's a whole it's, it's a nice area I, yeah it was good timing on, yeah on southern's part oh yeah for sure for sure so tell me about your experience with southern how's how's that played into kind of what you're what you're doing now here at flying boat uh so back when i was uh, just home brewing i would go in and i would harass the guys there and um it was it was mostly jeremy and brian wing yep. uh rick eshman and uh chris johnson and uh They've all gone on to do really cool things in, <laughs> yeah, in the uh, industry, yeah. and uh, so I, I was learning from them as a home brewer. And uh, and I remember later after I uh, after they moved and I submitted my my resume and everything. Uh, apparently, Chris Johnson gave his his nod of approval. Bring this guy on. He asked good questions, and mm-hmm. uh, and so when when they opened the new location, I was the I think the second employee to come on. Um, but at that point I was running, I was working in the shop. I was helping at the bar. I was just working that side yeah. of it and, uh, and just continued to barrage them with questions. It's and, like yeah. the Bill Walsh coaching tree for the beer side of Tampa. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It's so cool that you can see it like that. You oh yeah, develop that way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Southern for sure. There's there's a couple of, of trees that kind of come along like that, but Southern is yeah. definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the uh, there's the the Homebrewers Club. Mm-hmm. I, I'm getting it off there's the top of my head, but Temper there's Bay beers. One, yeah, yeah, beers is developed yeah, like beers a ton started of, first, and then yeah. uh, a bunch of other groups kind of spawned off of that. Yeah, yeah, and they've they've developed a ton of people who are out there doing big things as yeah. well, mm-hmm. and so yeah, you know, it's it's kind of cool to see that. We've got we've literally got to that point as an industry where like, well, yeah, if you came from here and here and now you probably have connected to these people and these people on this bill and now they're all you know, they're all running breweries and it's all making all making good beer, you know. So yep. you know, it's kind of a cool thing. So Yeah, yeah. the owners at Southern are uh, Kelly and Brian Fenstermacher and they were close friends with the Dobles and uh, so mm-hmm. Dave was constantly, you know, at the bar. So uh, Yeah, we, yeah. We, we definitely there was there was definitely a very tight knit community back then it also uh, helps that they make good beer too southern yeah. i think actually is underrated I think. yeah southern themselves actually makes good beer, actually makes good beer. Yeah, uh, yeah yeah i mean i I, w- I would say i would agree with that uh, we we started out at, at least at the bush location it was all homebrew it mm-hmm. was it was just that that bar was barely ever open because there was hardly you know we made well, five gallons of beer at a time I, I made part of the beer that was being sold because i remember you go yeah. in there and you do the homebrew class and like oh yeah we're gonna sell this mm-hmm. mm. 
So yeah, absolutely. Then, then uh, you know, once we opened and, and opened with some taps, uh, we were mm-hmm. keeping people in the door for just another minute, and it was just home brewers, and those home brewers would have a bunch of questions, and yeah, I'd be yeah. like, I have no idea. Let's let's Google that together and let's <laughs> figure it out because I'm cool. very interested in that answer as well. It's hard to explain to people how how much you just love or you're into something, and then you're like, you talk to somebody else who's into the same thing, and it's like you talk the same language. Yep. You know, exactly. Where they, they, everyone else is like, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. beer. Here to crack open a course, or, you know. Right. Yeah. They try to explain them like, well, no, that's not good enough. I want this flavor, and I want to feel this way when I drink it, and I want to eat this food with it, and I want this right. type it's, of it's experience. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sitting at a bar and 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 having a home brewer be like, tastes like you mash this at one forty nine instead of one fifty six. Some of them, some of them don't know what they're talking about. But right. at, at Southern, I definitely got the feel that. Those guys knew what they talk. We're talking about. They they have a, an understanding of this is a little bit more malty or this is a little bit more dry. What did you do? Because I want to go home and like I just bought ingredients. I'm going to go home and, and try mm-hmm. to make a beer. What can I learn from your experience? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, one thing I want to switch gears over to to your to your experience and your philosophy as a brewer. What what type of beers do you gravitate to as in terms of what you what you like to make? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with what you like to make, and then we'll kind of segue into like what you what you like to drink. Okay. Sometimes there's parallels, and then sometimes sure. not. But yeah, so uh, it's it's mostly I like to I like to brew what I like to drink. But um, we're all guilty uh, of that. Yeah, uh, I would mm-hmm. say m- mainly for me, it's it's IPAs, lagers, and sours. Okay, um, okay. I, I I do like some dark beers, but uh, it, the the lighter styles uh, definitely gravitate lighter uh, lighter lagers, um, gozas, Berliners, stuff like that. Um, okay. And that then so it, almost any idea. I mean, you got to ferment so cold. You know, like, like, I, I don't know if I could make a lager in my system if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's just because I, I can't ferment at 38, 37 degrees. Well, you know, yeah, a lager typically is like 50, 55 degrees. So it, you just need to, like a chest freezer or something like that to, to get it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it is definitely a more difficult fermentation. Uh, you, you, there's less to hide behind in a lager than mm-hmm. in a... Uh, Russian Imperial Stout or even right. an IPA. Yeah, you can't throw a bunch of sugar into it. Right. Yeah. yeah so. it, it, it's a. It's definitely about ingredient choice. It's about fermentation temperatures, cleanliness, uh, cleanliness absolutely. All the process and, and, matters. In the way that you're going to make, like, if you have a house lager now, what you've made versus when you did, say, like the 20, 30 batches previous to that, mm-hmm. you know, you, you probably learned some things and you're like, okay, we'll definitely do this this way and right. that way. You know, and you probably have like a. You, you, you have digital notes or do you like write notes i i do a little bit of both a little bit, okay yeah okay. I, I keep uh it's I, the architect I write, in him coming out yeah yeah I, <laughs> right. yeah. <laughs> yeah i've i've de- designed quite a few spreadsheets and and other things to kind of automate a lot of stuff but i i write all my notes on a brew log and then mm-hmm. at the end of the month i input all of that into a spreadsheet to oh, actually track that and i can show you know this first batch of greens lantern versus the second versus the the 50th batch where are the variations happening? Yeah, okay. that that is a scientific mm-hmm. approach. Yeah, that's all that logic oh, side of the brain. Yeah, because we yeah because we 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 talk to a lot of brewers and they're not all like that. Now a lot of them, mm-hmm. some of them are, some of them are because some of them do come from science backgrounds. A lot a lot of IT backgrounds. Yeah, um, a lot of some, engineers. Yeah, and, and yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not everybody's like that. So it's always interesting. Like that's a that's a direct correlation to what you've done in your previous life into how you do it yep. here. I mean mm-hmm. that's 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 you know, 
That's it. Because yeah. they're not, because, you know, if, if, say, if you were coming from maybe, like, say, a cooking background, you may not, you may handle that process a little differently or sure. whatever. It's a pinch yeah. of this, oh, I'll do a little bit of this grain today. Yeah. A little bit of that. Yeah, yeah. And there's a little bit of that in it, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, but I, I try to keep track of that so that next time I can Because try if it turns to... out terrific, you need exactly. to know. Yeah, happy accidents, man. They're, exactly. they're yeah. The best. Oh, yeah, let's <laughs> oh, say. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So is there any happy accidents in terms of the viewers that you, uh, that you can remember? That you can there? remember. That you can remember. Happy accidents? Um, not really. Uh, yeah. That's because because the second that if something was a happy accident, you'd look in your notes to find specifically what changed to make that. Mm-hmm. And that happy accident also becomes like your new like floor. It's like, well, now I'm going to do this that way. Right. I I try to make very small tweaks anytime mm-hmm. I make a change. I, I try true. to try to you know if I'm going to make a change on the malt side, I'm not going to make a change on the hop side. Correct. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Limit it to one variable exactly. at a time. Otherwise, and, uh, you can't tell what made the difference. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so let's switch gears. Let's talk a little bit about uh, flying boat specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that, I, I, that intrigued me is the the connection to to aviation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, okay. So the story of, uh, and I'm, I'm probably going to butcher the name, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try this anyway. Benoit flying boat. Benoit. Benoit. Yeah. Ah, see, yep. see, Benoit. Yeah. All right, Benoit. I won't, I won't mess it up now. But although so, I've been told that that's wrong as well, but uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, nah, no worries. But that's flying boats. It's, it's an important story in terms of the of the branding of this brewery. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why the connection? Why, what, what drew you to that story and the and the, the you know, the the, the history of St. Pete and how and how why what was the decision? What went into the decision to connect that to to the branding of this brewery? Uh, I would actually have to give a lot of that credit to my partner Josh. Uh, he's the one who who created that brand, um, and he'll tell you that uh, that's a that's a forgotten part of St. Pete history. Um, for me, uh, I'm I'm just a history nut. I, I love history. Um, I've, I've never really been an aviation guy, um, or even you know 1914 isn't really my my era in history as well. Um, but once I started learning about the brand and and what they did. They are pioneers in the aviation history. It was 10 years after Orville and Wilbur Wright mm-hmm. flew the first airplane. They were creating the first commercial airplane, airline, and, uh, and they decided to do that, to do that in St. Pete. Um, the, the fact that it was a wooden canvas plane where the, the heaviest thing on it was the engine. Um, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> the, you know, they crashed it hundreds of times of and just of course, yeah, kind of just yeah. rolled on that's, the That's on the part waves, you don't hear you know? about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it was, it's, it's very similar to me, like go-kart racing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they turned that into a commercial business that proved that American Airlines and Spirit Airlines and all those things are viable options now. So mm-hmm. our world would be completely different if they had not done what they did. Okay. All right. Well, well, travel would just cost a lot more, and it would take longer to get there. Yeah. But yeah. Absolutely. thank God they did it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it makes it a thousand times easier. Yeah. Now, yeah. now we have new problems, like with TSA backups. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I assume that somebody would have done it at some point. But the cool part is that it happened here in right St. Pete and yeah. connected St. Pete to Tampa. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. That's that's no. It's a good thing. It's a good story. It's it's just definitive in terms of it's a definitive part of the history of this area, and it's definitive. Mm-hmm that you guys gravitate to that mm-hmm. um, as a part of, of your own, of how you present this brewery. And it's unique yeah. as well. I don't know anyone else that has any type of aviation. Like, even even restaurants, I can't think of a local aviation theory. No. Like themed kind of 
kind of place. Not, not at the top of my head, no. Okay. Yeah, the, the hangar is the closest thing hangar, I can think of. I was just about of, to say, yeah. But that's at the airport. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's about the only one I could think of. Mm-hmm. Um, you also have a, a deep connection to this community. Tell, tell us a little bit about connecting to, to the St. Pete community as well. Uh, well, we do a lot of work with uh, the uh, the Children's Hospital. Um, anytime we have an opportunity to do something for uh, for a habit uh, for a charity, we do. Uh, we're doing uh, Habitat for Humanity, um, the homes that beer built. We have mm-hmm. a, a collab with uh, Big Storm and Descent Brewing tomorrow morning. Okay. Um, we'll be uh, we brewing a, a Belgian wit for that, and awesome. uh, we'll be putting that out. I, I can't remember the date off the top of my head, but uh, that'll come pretty soon. And uh, all the proceeds go to uh, to building houses. Absolutely awesome, awesome. So how I, so? What type of crowd do you get here? Is it the locals to this neighborhood, or you get people coming from other parts of town? Do people get more people more the the downtown crowd down here? Or? Um, you're very close to town. You're like at the downtown yeah. Yeah. edge. We, we call yeah, ourselves like, downtown adjacent. It's like yeah. downtown uh, teasing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A hop and a skip, but uh, it's it's a little difficult well, to get here. Well, you're going to hear some hops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I, it, it's hard to say. Uh, it, it changes quite a bit. Um, I think we have uh, we have people who are just down um, from up north. Uh, they're visiting St. Pete, and, and they go around to a different bunch of different breweries, and, and they get recommended to come here. Um, other people are living in the, in the neighborhood, uh, in the immediate neighborhoods, and they can bike over and um, or, or drive over, walk over. Um, we got a lot of parking. They know like 19th. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. They know the easy ways to get here. The, uh, the best is, is the customers who come the first time who have, you know, lived in the area for two years and, or, or more. And we've been here for two years, uh, and they've never heard of us. And they tell us how they're coming down 11th Avenue and they're convinced they're in the wrong place because there's nothing <laughs> but houses around them. And then all of a sudden at the very end of the street, boom. There we are. There I, was, I was guilty of that about a year and a half ago. Yep. Yeah. I've yeah. been here once before yeah. and liked the experience, but I was actually I was actually uh, killing time. I had a business meeting. Uh, I had another one with about a four hour gap in between, mm-hmm. and so of course I said, "Well, where I'm just gonna look for breweries then." And I looked yeah. and I was like, "Okay, let me check this out." Uh-huh. And I remember I remember actually having a couple IPAs. That you probably had your thumb all over, mm-hmm. uh, and it was it was nice. It was great. Good. And I was yeah. like, I gotta come yeah. back here. It's just very far away from where I live. Yeah. I know, I know. If you if you don't live in St. Pete, it is you know it's it's a bit of a waste. I live in South Tampa, so it's relatively close. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. and, and being real, this is not walking distance to like going like if you're making a trip and you say I'm going to go hit Cycle and Green Bench, you're going to have to Uber. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, so it's the first. minimum Uber. Come here uh, first. Yeah, it's actually. gonna be it's gonna be a short Uber. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They're just gonna charge you five bucks. It's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and, and definitely come here first. We got plenty of parking. You leave your car here. Exactly. You Uber downtown, ah, and you walk around all night. Perfect. There. That's mm-hmm. what it is. That's that's it. That's it. Now it's funny when you when you drive in, your directions tell you to take the turn on nineteenth nineteenth. Uh, street mm-hmm. north and it's like wait a minute that's that's not possible I, you're just like <laughs> right so so for all you out there don't let that dissuade you matter of fact when you get off the interstate pay attention yeah. yes <laughs> you know, that's the moral of the story just pay attention yeah you well, know. they made it even worse because at this intersection at 9th avenue it's 18th street but if you oh. go up to 13th uh, Avenue, it's 19th Street because the the road actually does a little j- uh, dog. Yeah, you got to turn. Yeah, you yeah, circle so, around. Yeah. See. So depending on yeah. what, from where you're coming, you're looking for a completely different street. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But follow follow your GPS. It yes. does well. You GPS know. will get us here. It, it, yeah, most it, of the time. it will it will get you there. You know, <laughs> otherwise, otherwise just ask someone. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, 
a brewery in the neighborhood. They, you know, mm-hmm. they make good beer. You got, you know, ask ask where the good beer is at, and they'll let you know. So right. you know, but um, so what do you think separates you from some from this is a this is a brewery heavy community, especially in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. What what separates you guys from from some some of the other uh, some of your other brother in, in the uh, right in the, um, in the brewing industry? I I think what I would like. to 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 be what separates us is is our focus on uh, more of the pre-prohibition styles. We do we do plenty of other styles. Uh, you know we have a New England IPA. We got a a, a sweet stout. We, uh, you know plenty of uh, other beers to make everybody happy. Um, but where we're trying to inter- reintroduce people is to those pre-prohibition styles. So oh. light lagers, uh, mm-hmm. red ales, uh, cream ales. Um, porters, stuff like that, um, that cool. are that are more towards uh, the beer that would be have been drunk by the people who were working on the pier in 1914. Oh, um, nice. Which is okay, right, wow, right okay. Where the, very cool, the, very cool. The original flying boat was actually right across the street from Hops and Props uh, or the St. Pete um, History Museum yeah, on, on I've the been pier. To Hops and Props. Yeah, so, if you go across yeah. the street where there's a marina, you follow that marina all the way down to the end, right behind yeah. the dumpster, you'll see a monument where the uh, the hangar used to be. That's so and, cool. Uh, that's it's awesome. A, it's a pretty cool monument. They're actually working on a, a new one that's, a, I think, a little more grandiose for, for what it was. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's it was all about the, the pier workers and the people who were working downtown, uh, you know, trying to uh, – trying to we're trying yeah. to bring people back to that kind of St. Pete. Oh, very Is cool. Is there a way to take, like, some of the best elements of the prohibition styles, uh, pre-prohibition styles, mm-hmm. and then actually – put any type of like touch into today's modern uh i'm doing that trying to do that a little bit like like Um, like a treated porter maybe sure yeah i try to do uh i try to do lots of treatments with whatever we have available Mm -hmm. um i would say kind of the best example of that is our pub ale uh it is a it's it's an american mild so an english mild with american hops american yeast american everything Mm -hmm. um it's a. It's just kind of a red ale, mm-hmm. essentially. It's somewhere in between uh, a, a brown ale and an Irish red. Um, kind of everybody can can get behind that kind of beer because it's not too roasty. It's not too uh, too hoppy. It's just kind of right there in the middle of where everybody uh, everybody wants it. And it's it's a it's a fairly historic style. Um, there's only about 40 breweries in the U.S. that make an American mild, but a uh, a light red ale does go all the way back to pre-prohibition times. Excellent. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, if you want to try any of those beers, you have to come down to Flying Boat. You know, you have mm-hmm. to, and it's 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 like downtown Eve. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're like literally like a two three minute drive from downtown. Yeah. Yeah. So you're if very you're close. On coming downtown to hit spots, seriously, stop here first. They've got the biggest parking lot you're going to get access to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, are, are you know what? Uh, you got Rays baseball starting in about what three months, two months. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd say already plan on making a trip in April. Just come down to Flying Boat. Park right here. Have some beers before the game. Yeah, we fully support pre-gaming. Mm-hmm. Fully easily, support absolutely yeah. easily and cheaply. Get yeah to, to and the stadium. Good beer too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it doesn't take much to get to the stadium. Right. And hell, come back. Raise wing, come back. They exactly. don't celebrate a win uh, or or lament a loss. You know, whatever. That's right. So you know. So have beer. matter of fact, matter of fact, tonight you should celebrate the Hall of Fame announcing. They, they announced the Hall of Fame for oh, baseball. Yes, yeah. yes. So if you're like an Edgar Martinez fan or a R- Rivera or, 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 or Rivera, yeah, first unanimous vote. So <laughs> Hall of Fame history. We do a little bit of sports too. So um, then, then make your way to Flying Boat Brewing Company. Got to do this. Or if you're so. just a beer lover and you want to hit the best breweries in Pinellas or the St. Pete area, I would say let's go ahead and put Flying Boat up there up against. I would say above a green bench and up against, say, uh, maybe a cycle. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, and you know what? Get the IPAs here. Try Tyler's IPAs. Go over to Cycle. Try who I think has some of the best IPAs in the city. Taste them out and see. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do like just uh, making an IPA day. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Like I call it Tuesday. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. There you go. There you go. Well, for that, with that said, uh, you know the mics are, are off. Glasses are empty. Actually, you can see they're not empty, <laughs> but they will be soon. This is Balls and Brew.